0: What's up, Bulls Nation, and welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented to you by Points Bet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when you sign up to live your bet life. Yours. What's going on, everybody? I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. That's my guy, Big Dave. He is at BAL B A W L Sports. Will the Thrill in Brazil won't got leave on Twitter. What are you doing? We got our producer, Joey, back in the fold. Hey, Joey! After his day of shame yesterday. Day of shame, For not believing in the Chicago
1: sky. Yeah, we criticize. Joey, can we get a
2: public apology on the air now, please? Absolutely not. You have blown this out of proportion and so far out of context. Matt is, like, tweeting, like... You should have never doubted the sky. And Instagram storying, like, I don't remember what the exact words he used I believe
0: I said, uh, never never
2: question
1: me, me, Joey. (laughs) Not question the sky. (laughs) Never question me.
2: Which is yeah. not what I was doing, by the way. You're making it seem like I was outwardly sitting at my TV rooting for New York the other night, which yeah. is absolutely that's not the That's not
0: case. what I was making it seem like. I was making it known that you did not have faith in the sky to close no, that series out in game that's three. that's
2: also not what I was saying. It was a superstitious, it was superstition thing, but mm-hmm. that's, we'll hash it out another time. Mm-hmm. Happy,
0: uh, Will, Will, Will I need you one. to weigh in here. What do you think? Do you think that Joey was doubting the sky and now he's just trying to backtrack? The first thing
3: that I thought when you brought that up was, how was that yesterday? That feels like so long ago to me. My whole <laughs> sense of time is off. Yeah, of course you're blowing it out of proportion, Matt. That's what you do. Joey was just saying, you know, don't, don't come in with too much confidence. Uh, and of course, not that they were gonna like, lose that game easily. Wait, Matt being <laughs> I a meathead and Joey.
2: blowing something out of proportion? I be. got you. I got
1: your back, Joey. I'm about to say, that's Will's thing, though. Will is never going to get too high on something. You no. know what I mean? He's going to be completely no, level-headed. No, but you I'm know who does get too low
0: on things? Yeah.
1: Joey. Yeah, Joey does get low, Will. He does get low on things. I, and... I get low, too. I get
3: low.
1: Yeah, I know. We, we know. But we can't, we can't do it the same way because you're not here. When you get here, we'll, <laughs> we'll give you all of that. Joey's, Joey's standing <laughs> in for me
3: on the uh, pessimistic. <laughs> hey, look at I this. Breaking it.
1: news. Breaking news, Will. We got a we we uh, goat bomb. Uh, Peck is picking on Joey. That's your goat <laughs> bomb right there. Right it's here. the
0: end of summer and I'm bored. Leave
1: <laughs> right. me alone. I was
2: gonna say, how much of this is really about
0: you It's it's not about you, at all, out, Joey. you know we're we're in the dog go days to
3: Serbia and we just have to pick on Joey. That's that's how we get through the summer. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. It's fine. There, I'll you, be the lightning rod. There's
0: your way to lobby for me to stop picking on you, Joey, is to convince them to send us to Paris. Yeah. Get on that. Then I my my mind will be elsewhere. Get on that. He'll find another way to mess with you, Joe.
1: Just like I would, too. You know, it's the same okay. I know saying. it's all love. It's all love, man. That's okay.
0: all it is. Um, D-Maze, what up, boy? <laughs> Before we get into today's topics, we got lots to talk about. We got the Chet Holmgren news. We got... Pat Bev going Pat to the Taylor. Lakers. Your boy. And then we're going to round out all of our Eastern Conference offseason evals with the Brooklyn Nets, who are now a team that still has Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before all that, I feel like we need to take this moment to pick on somebody else, not Joey. Okay. We need to pick on our friend Mark K. Sure. Uh, who will make an appearance on the pod tomorrow. Okay. But before he gets to talk about Pat Williams turning 21 tomorrow, okay. we need to wish Patrick Williams an early happy 21st birthday. Happy
1: birthday at you. Look at his <laughs> birthday boy with look a Bulls cake and a beer and some poker chips. Live it up tomorrow, Pat. Listen, remove the party hat and you've just described a Tuesday for Matt Peck. Oh, no, you (laughs) don't need the
0: cake either. No,
1: you you might get the cake because I can see you crying and just eating cake by the handful. No, I'm not a cake eater. Oh, yeah, you don't do do sweets like that. We know this. I do pie, Dave. You don't do sweets like that. Go ahead, Will. I can see those poker
3: chips in the background. Don't don't (laughs) think I missed that. Those are going straight to the roulette table.
1: I didn't even notice that, Will. Now I'm concerned about you. I didn't didn't Mm. even notice that in the background, man. Wow, that's impressive. Okay, but yes, happy birthday to him. You can now drink. You can now go to a club. You know what I'm saying? What else can he do at 21? Like, what else do you want to do at 21? Uh,
2: he can plan like his own travel. Like he can he can put travel rec- reservations in can his. Can you name. not buy an airline something like that? And, uh, I don't think he's re- I don't think he's eligible to rent a car yet. I
1: no, think that might be 25. Well, 25. 25. 25. Yep. Yeah. Right. 25. He's getting there. Yeah, he can he's rent the ho- there the hotel reservation. He can do is that. The hotel now. reservation. Yeah, that's he what it is. Yeah, he can make that because yeah. they will charge you if you're under 21. I, they tried to do that to my nephew when I sent him to rolling out. But yeah. They can do that. They can do that, man. So congratulations to him, man. He's growing up. Colin
0: says, Pat, Will will drink two beers <laughs> in two minutes and then say, I'm over it. Let's play basketball.
1: <laughs> He's going to drink two beers, have some chicken parm, yeah. you know what I mean, hang out, and then he'll go play basketball for 14 hours. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I want. His and
2: Mark is not invited to the party. No.
1: He is not? Oh, man. Go ahead, but, Will. I was just going to ask. I'm glad you brought that
3: up because I wanted to open the show by asking you what you were doing in celebration of the last day that Patrick Williams was going to be 20 years old. And I'm recording later with Mark, and we are definitely going to be talking about this too. So I wanted to give you the floor first.
0: How long do you think Mark is going to bitch and moan about Patrick Williams finally being 21 on this pod you're about to record for tomorrow? Over for at least like a five-and-a-half-minute monologue of Mark just talking about how we're not allowed to say that P-Dub's 20 anymore.
3: I'm boosting those odds on points, bet and taking the over.
1: <laughs> Using the promo code C H G O. Smart man right there. Oh man, it's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a fun show. Make sure y'all listen to it and check it out. That Bulls HQ Friday. Bulls HQ Friday. Sure Tell Mark we out. said hi.
0: Yes. Uh and then we we're, oh, we're just will. kidding about the, the pad stuff.
1: Shout out C Red Ted also. A beautiful baby Just boy. Just a you beautiful got, little Bulls fan. Beautiful baby boy you got.
0: Um all right guys, let's talk. There was actually some pretty big news in the NBA spanning last night and this morning. Let's start with this. Devastating news for the Oklahoma City Thunder's number 2 overall pick, Chet Holmgren, who they learned suffered a significant uh ligament damage in mm. his foot, a Lisfranc injury mm. in his right foot. Mm. The number two pick in the 22 NBA draft suffered the injury in a pro am game in Seattle on Saturday. He will miss his entire rookie season.
1: Um,
0: really unfortunate. We we saw some Chet Holmgren action in NBA summer league. Yeah, obviously uh, a lot of expectations for him with that young new core they're building in OKC. Mm-hmm. Um, devastating news, and you wish him the best. The thing that I find interesting about this is that everybody immediately said, well, this means no more playing in Pro-Ams in the offseason for NBA players.
1: No, that's not I hate that. that. That's that's completely – it means maybe the end of Pro-Ams, like, from now till training camp, you know what I'm saying, for some of these younger players. But these older veterans and guys like DeMar DeRozan, you're going to tell him he's not going to be doing, you know, his tournament thing like that? You're going to tell LeBron James he can't go play where he wants to go play? Really? That's not gonna occur, so no, it's not the end of it. It's unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? Like, that it happened this way. It really is, it's very sad and unfortunate, but it does not mean the end of pro at all for me, Will. Yeah,
3: I don't really care. They're gonna do it or they're not, you know? Like, I don't think they, I think there was actually a rule about like the, certain leagues being sanctioned by the NBA during the summer, so like right now, there's Eurobasket going on and those games are allowed, but maybe teams do start to like, write into the contracts, you know, You're not allowed to play in some of these pro on games. There was an issue with the floor being wet at the crossover. That could have been part of the problem, but at the end of the day, I think it was just kind of like a freak injury. And you know, the teams want to protect their guys for sure. I get it. Guys also love playing basketball. They want to do that. So I'm not too. uh, I don't think too much is going to happen from it. Other than the Thunder are just going to be a sad story this year because i really wanted to see chet play I mean, they still
0: got plenty of yeah, young fun do. pieces over on that they thunder do. team they it do. would have been cool to see holmgren thrown into that mix this sure, year and it sure. stinks that he'll miss his entire rookie season but i need to know we, we we still haven't solved the mystery of who's been drinking our gatorades at the office dave but we that's have what, not We'll we'll revisit that another way confess who used our chio bulls twitter account to say reacting to this Holmgren injury Shut everybody down. Dalen Terry, Tamar DeRozan, everybody, you're not allowed. Was it you, Will? Was it you? Definitely wasn't me. Was it somebody on – So was it Casey? I'm going
1: to look at Casey. I think Casey did it.
2: Kevin could have been Kevin. I think
1: Casey did it. Casey, did you do this? Did you say shut everybody down on the CAC? There was something about, like, no, rapping people and
0: bubble rap. I did it.
1: I'm taking credit for that. You're taking
3: credit? <laughs> you don't yeah. know who did it and you're taking credit? I'm trying to, I'm trying to take – Fire off some meathead takes from the from the CHGO Bulls
0: account. Because I, I I just saw that come out from our CHGO Bulls account, and I was like, I disagree with this. Yes. Don't wrap nobody's, him in bubble wrap. Wait a minute, Will. You let him play? made
1: me talk loud to Sweet Casey over here. How dare <laughs> no, you, Will? Why,
3: that's why. That's why I stepped in. Casey's not getting any blame for this. I'm taking the credit. And guess what? We need to get some more followers on that account. The only way to do that is tweet more. So that's what I'm doing. I'm taking a stand. <laughs>
0: He's I like tra- that. He's just trying to get them followers up to 5,000. He's just, he's just so throwing I,
1: fireballs I, from that account. He doesn't want to get up to 5,000. So I get in this Tigers fireballs. and Toots outfit. So, I've got a
2: question. I've got a question really quick. I don't doubt the severity of the injury at all, sure. especially given Chet's like, body type. And this was already a major concern for him. It does feel a little processy to me. Like. Do you mm. think Sam Presti is like oh, okay? We'll just sit you out for the full year. The mm. Wembanyama sweepstakes, like I like what your I, head I don't is, think Joey. I think that for this Thunder front office, I think that they're looking at this and they're like, okay, whatever, we'll we'll just sit him for the whole year. I, I think that they're looking at this as so meaning you're saying, like
0: they, they were already kind of planning on being a tanking team again this year. So I, I think
2: that I think that everybody who is gonna. Try I think everybody who has any chance to be in the mix for the number one pick this year is gonna is gonna do what they can to give themselves a little bit better of a chance. And I just we saw like teams have done this and and Simmons both set out their entire rookie seasons and
1: I like where this is going. They got Markel
2: Fultz. And is gonna be a lot better than Markel. So yeah. I just think that that's where my head went a little bit. I said I tweeted out, start getting the Wembanyama OKC jersey swaps ready.
1: Mm, I like what your mind is. I like this a, a whole lot because honestly, he could take that year off and, you know, get some of that muscle. You know what I'm saying? Some of that weight gain, get his athletic greens on, and get swole up a little bit. That could also help his game a lot. And who's, who's the young man that's going to be the. Oh my God, Shirtless Wonder's here! Whoa. Shirtless Wonder's here! Oh, I see him! He, he made an appearance! <laughs> Shirtless Wonder's in the building! Check, He's got a cigarette. Check and shorts. Over,
0: see if he wants to pop in.
1: No, make a little cameo on no, the he show. I just flew back in from France, man, like on an espionage tour. Ooh. He's cooling right now. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I got. So, I'm sorry, Will. I got. I got completely thrown off right there. That threw me off. Um, but yeah, man. Like, I. I who's, who's the guy coming in next year that everybody's tanking for? The the one that George was just talking well, 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 about. Yes. The French kid. Yeah. Yes, that's the thank you. I want to hear it again. Yeah, and put you in that sweepstakes right there, along with everybody else. That. It's an excellent, excellent conspiracy theory, Joey. I'm, I'm here for this. I'm, you know who's not
0: a fan of that? If that is the plan, who's that? Josh Giddy, who's like, Yo, man, I'm ready to win now.
3: <laughs> Sorry, Shane Gopes Alexander. Yeah, they, uh, I was just looking Ludo. at. I don't know, like how how accurate this is, but usually it says people are in a boot for six weeks with this kind of Lis Frank injury, Lis injury injury. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think there's probably something to that, but also like. When you have a seven footer who's got foot injuries, like who's supposed to be a franchise cornerstone, you don't really want to like rush him into games or speed him up or anything like that. So I don't blame them. I do think they're probably being a little overly conservative and certainly like the chance to get Scoot Henderson or Victor Wambanyama is probably uh, motivating them a little bit here too. But I think it's also just like we want to be as careful as possible with this kid because he's definitely skinny. He has a foot injury, which is super dangerous for big men. And they're in no rush right now to try to be anything close to good.
0: That's true. Uh, the other big news that happened, uh, the, the initial report last night and then this morning it was finalized Lakers and jazz making a trade, Pat Beverly heading back to LA, oh boy. but he's getting a Lakers jersey instead of a Clippers jersey this time. The Lakers sending uh, THT, Taylor Horton Tucker, and Stanley Johnson to uh, Utah. Our old, our old Bulls legend, Stanley Johnson. <laughs> yes. And THT. Um, I, and Chicago, I, Chicago legend, Taylor Horton Tucker. I guffawed that. when I saw this. <laughs> you what? I guffawed. G- please explain. What is guffawed? You don't know. I don't know. Guffawed. It is an it is a verb that means you know. Bust a got laughing. Thank you. All right. Uh, he
1: gaffauded.
0: I gaffod. Right. Guff- Joey, I don't.
1: did you know gaffaud?
2: No, but I try not to admit when I don't know grammar now
1: <laughs> because, because it's just, just going to come back saying, to bite me. I've made enough. I've made saying. enough fun of Joey over the last
2: forty-eight hours. <laughs> yes. Peckson and especially Mean was the last couple nice of days <laughs> too. Is.
1: It's not Mean, he is Will. He I'm really just, is. He I'm really is. Will, you got Joey on eggshells over here.
0: Um. I mean, it's it's like throwing a wild card into a circus that's already flying off the rails. Mm, Some I, people are talking about, ooh, like, Pat Bev's defense is going to shore up. It's, like, it's going to make the Lakers legit. Yeah. And then the funny thing to me is that because this trade happened, people are talking about two things. Well, you can't have Pat Bev and Westbrook on the same team because they hate each other and Eight. have for, like, the last <laughs> decade Eight. dating back to Pat Bev injuring Russell Westbrook. Season-ending injury. Yeah. And then also... If they can't be on the same team, maybe this means that there is a Westbrook deal in place that the Lakers have, yeah. and it could be the Miles Turner-Buddy Heel trade yes. that's been rumored like all summer now. What do you guys have. think about all of the, the pieces that have come out of this trade that sent Pat Bev to the Lakers? Go ahead, Will.
3: The, the memes from this were just outstanding. Um, <laughs> I think it was a good move. They need a guy who can shoot and defend. They need somebody who can, like, defend the point of attack. They've got some rim protector guys. They've got some bigger wings. But, like, they just need somebody who can play. And right now, like, you know, I was reading uh, an article from Jovan Buha from The Athletic, who covers the Lakers, and it was, like, some of their best closing lineups. And they had, like, Troy Brown Jr. in them. Like, they just need talent. They don't have any. So I I like this move for them. And if they, like, have a – Buddy Heald, Miles Turner trade lined up. Even if they have to give up the future picks, I think that's a move you have to make because like LeBron's thirty-seven, he just signed a two-year extension. Like this is the window. You can worry about the other years when they come. They got to win now, and like they would actually have a pretty legit starting five. I don't know about their depth, but when you have LeBron James, hopefully Anthony Davis is healthy, and shooters, defenders around them, like that's that's a pretty pretty solid setup. I like that for them.
1: Yeah, I I agree with that. I I think Russell Westbrook is out of here. It just doesn't – I don't see the fit at all, Uh, basketball-wise or just them as teammates. I just don't see – We saw it it fail miserably last season. Correct, correct. But now you're throwing in a guy that he truly hates. (laughs) and like that. I don't know how that's just saying, hey, man, we really believe in you. Let me bring in your mortal enemy to play with you. (laughs) That doesn't make sense to me. So it makes more sense to think that he'll be traded. Uh, I think the Indiana one is a great idea. Um, that's a wonderful idea, but having Hale, Turner, LeBron, uh, A.D., and Patrick Beverly as your lineup. I mean, yeah. that's pretty solid. Troy Brown Jr. as your sixth. That's, that's not bad. That's we we not learned
0: terrible. never to put any kind of faith in Troy Brown Jr., Dave. Yeah,
1: true indeed. True indeed. But I can say this now because he's not here. <laughs> so, yeah, he can be the sixth man over there in L.A. Um, but also, Patrick Beverly was also recruiting himself, you know what I'm saying, to try to get to either Miami or L.A., so he did an excellent, excellent job of getting there. And now you're about to see Hollywood, Pat. You're about to see you thought he was extra before. You're about to see super extra, Pat, man. All extra, right? He was extra in Minnesota right, where he, no one ever goes and listen, or lives. He's about to be super extra. He's trying to get these, uh, these advertisements. He's trying to get that. He's trying to get in these movies. He's about to be super extra right now. That's my opinion.
2: Did you guys yeah, see a, a, a month ago when he was on or in May? Remember he was doing all those ESPN appearances and he said yeah. he said to Stephen A. Smith, if I was on the Lakers, that team's in the Western Conference Finals. See? That te- they didn't make a play in.
1: Yeah. They like, did not. He's been the defi- That
0: is the definition. Oh. You, know, you know you know what the divide is there, Joey? <laughs> the divide did. is that between Patrick Beverly and reality, mm. because Patrick Beverly really believes in himself and his abilities. Yes, and he's not that guy. This is true. Go, go Every ahead. person in the NBA says, Pat Bev not that guy." Go ahead, Will.
3: I was just going to bring up that same thing that that also floated my, on my timeline this year. And like Patrick Beverly, you know, I don't think he's actually very good. But for what he is, I think he helps Lakers. They're, I don't think they're going to the conference finals, but uh, it'll be it'll be fun and entertaining and also I think kind of a similar situation with the Nets that we'll talk about here of just like these teams that everybody is going to have super high expectations for that. Maybe it will turn out well, but I'm not so sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Nah, nah, it's the Lakers. They're going to crash and burn. It's another, yeah. another wasted year of LeBron's twilight years and you have no idea how much joy that brings and, me. And
1: I think that's the key. <laughs> That's also the key of what we'll say uh, and what you guys were saying before LeBron's in win-now mode, and having Russell and Pat on the same doesn't feel win-now to me. That seems like let's figure it out and see what we got kind of thing, whereas trading him, bring in Turner and Hill, that feels like, okay – we're putting a team together. We're, we're trying to win and be successful in this Western Conference. Because you're right. There's no time to waste for LeBron James, man. You know
0: what they probably should have done is just kept Alex Caruso and a few of those other key role players around from the team that no, won like a championship.
1: I like how it turned out. I'm, I'm pretty cool with what happened with Alex Caruso. So
0: yeah. Oh, we, we're all thrilled yeah, that yeah. they decided to let Caruso go. Yeah, pretty
1: shit. Pretty but yeah.
0: it's crazy how pretty much. Legit. like That team won the
1: NBA championship
0: just three seasons ago.
1: Yeah. That's why, you know, wild. the, the wildest thing that I thought that somebody put out that I didn't even realize LeBron has made the playoffs once since he's been in L.A. Yeah. That and it was wild the bubble year. Me. Yeah. And it was the bubble year. That is so wild to me. What a wild stat, man. That's LeBron James. Like, I didn't no, expect it, him to be there. They made it.
3: They made it the year the Suns in 2021, too. Right. Like they beat the Warriors in the play in and then got killed by the Suns. in All oh, like
0: right.
1: Five they, they got killed by the Suns. You're right.
0: So have only advanced past the first round yes, once once, and it was the bubbles and they won the finals. Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember that. They got destroyed.
0: <laughs> so, you know, who knows? Maybe there it's it's weird that this happened this late in the offseason. You know, Pat Bev was talking about like, well, it's Kevin Durant's fault. We all had to sit around and wait while every team was trying to figure out if they could get Kevin Durant. Yeah. Nobody did. Now things happen, including Pat Bev getting moved. We'll see if this also now means Russell Westbrook on the move or if they're just going to put those guys in the locker room and say, hey, make up, be friends, or at least (laughs) pretend to be. God, oh, oh, I want a fight to break out between those two, (laughs) preferably in a nationally televised game.
1: You want the Dwight Howard Anthony Davis thing. To yeah, be Pat oh my and Russ.
0: God. So okay. bad. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So that was the big NBA news in the last 24 hours. Coming up, we're going to break down what exactly the Brooklyn Nets did this offseason. And speaking of teams with a lot of big names and a lot of hype, where we see them finishing in the East. Uh, but first, today's episode brought to you guys by Points Bet. PointsBet Sportsbook is counting down the days until the football season with a new offer every day until the season kicks off. From now until September 8th, PointsBet Power Hour will unlock a new daily offer from 12 to 1 p.m. Chicago time, a.k.a. Central time. Sign up for PointsBet now using promo code CHGO to get uh, risk those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Don't miss out on your chance to get daily access to free bets boosted odds, and so much more now through September 8th. But that's not all. If you make a $51 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our amazing web content on allchgo.com from all of our credentialed journalists and reporters. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. Download the PointsBet app today and use code CHGO to take advantage of this limited-time offer. Mm -hmm. Because once the game starts, we'll... Don't just bet.
3: Live your bet life.
0: Uh, There it is. Right there. There it is.
1: You know what? I know I said it's not going to be math in the show, but I got some math for you. Math? Here's some math. I don't like math. You'll like this. Okay. I hope so. You'll like this. 75 equals one. 75 vitamins and
0: minerals all condensed into Mm. one beautiful, delicious liquid called athletic greens. Mm,
1: And don't forget that Whole food source, Superfoods, those probiotics, and of course, Adaptogens. Adaptogen. Adaptogen. Mom, dad, I got may in math. Yes. It equals one. A-G-1, ladies and gentlemen, that Athletic Greens helps you start your day right. That special blend of ingredients that support your gut, health, nervous system, immune system, your energy recovery, your focus, and your aging. Now, you can tell my man Matthew Peck needs a cup of that greens, man. We got to get him some of that green so he get that energy even more up. But that man in that bubble, he definitely had his. That's why the hair is quaffed and the energy is correct because he got on down with the athletic greens. It costs you less than $3 a day. It's cheaper than getting all those supplements yourself. You're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance. Vegan, dairy-friendly, gluten-free, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anything. And it does all this while still tasting good. Will, are you still keeping up with your Athletic Greens down there in Brazil, sir?
3: I'm keeping up, but today it's one of those days and I got my Strava coffee instead.
1: Oh, that's not a bad selection either, but he's got that green. See, he's got it on deck. He just chose another wonderful product, which is that Strava coffee. But you, ladies and gentlemen, can get on down with some Athletic Greens just like Will does, and you can get a free one-year supply of that immune supporting vitamin D in five of those free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O Bulls. That's athleticgreens.com slash C-H-G-O Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it is Athletic Greens. You scoop it, you dump it, Mm. you shake it, Mm. you drink it, Mm. and what you do, Will? You feel it. Mm. All up in there. I like your slash. It, 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 like right there. I was doing everything not to laugh out loud like, because it was so, you know, half-hearted. It was like, yeah. <laughs> it was like
0: hey. <laughs> I don't you talking about. I've never been more hyped in my life than when I'm listening to you do Athletic Greens reads. Because hey, yeah. I love it.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Let me see.
0: I got Athletic Blues. <laughs> oh,
1: well done.
0: <laughs> well, well done. All right, let's talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, double
1: O. You feel feel that. A lot of attention
0: given to the Brooklyn Nets this offseason, especially since whatever that was, June 30th, right before free agency when Kevin Durant requested a trade. So let's go back to draft night for the Brooklyn Nets. They made zero picks, no picks on draft night for Brooklyn. Uh, They shelled out a lot in that deal uh, to get Harden back in the day. They're still recouping some draft assets. So that takes care of that. They did, however, make that interesting trade with the Utah Jazz that mm-hmm. kind of tipped Utah's hands yes. uh, and led to that, you know, Brian Windhorst meme that everybody was obsessed with for <laughs> now, a solid you, week on NBA Twitter.
1: Thank you, Will. Why would
0: they do that? <laughs> there are the details of that trade. Again, in case you forgot, the Brooklyn Nets, I think, get a solid kind of steal here uh, and a quality player in Royce O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jazz getting a 2023 first-round pick, and that will come via Brooklyn Houston or Philly whichever of those three first round picks all of them in 2023 is the least valuable pick
1: yeah they definitely I, as far as the Nets I like Royce O'Neill on that team I like them as well um and they definitely need bodies <laughs> like they need depth on that squad right there besides the big three they have they need to fill out and Royce O'Neal is a good piece man you got a guy that can play well on both ends of the floor uh can guard the best player because of his size but it's also a solid offensively too so yeah, I like Royce O'Neal, man. It's a very good pick, and I think that's why they did it. <laughs> see what I did? See what I did? I see what you did there. Thank you. Wheels is better. Look at there. Wheels. Like, like, like. Wheels is better. I got i up close on the other side of his right. head like this. I <laughs> got to keep it in the circle. Yes, so, <laughs> um,
3: the, other, the other thing i note with the Royce O'Neal trade is that, as you said, Pack, it will come, the first pick owed to the Jazz will come from the worst of the Nets, Rockets, and 76ers so probably basically probably philly and the reason why that's important is because on draft night as part of the ben simmons james harden trade they had the option to defer their pick from this year to next year and so basically they are gonna probably end up giving that pick next year uh into rose Neal. so that helped them by deferring they that helped them get rose Neal, um who i think really helps them like they had a ton of injuries this past year I think they'll be a lot better with depth this year with Joe Harris and Seth Curry um, and some of these other shooters just coming back. But, I mean, he's, he's a little bit undersized, but he's another one of those dudes that can really defend bigger wings and just spot up and shoot. And, like, you cannot have enough of those guys, especially when you have some ball-dominant guys, and especially when you have Ben Simmons, who is automatically going to be essentially your five on offense because he just cannot shoot. Like, if you're, you can't shoot, you're the five. So um, they need very competent shooters around him.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I I think it was a solid trade for a a solid trade for both teams. Um, uh, it's interesting that it was sort of like the, the little tease that led to the big trade that everybody was waiting for with Utah and Rudy Gobert, Royce O'Neal quality player who can offer you a little bit, uh, on both ends of the floor. Mm. Um, it it is like, it's weird that they just did not have a draft pick. Mm. Um, but yeah, like like you were saying, will with like the possible deferments, I don't think that this is a big expense for the Nets to get Royce O'Neal for that cost. I think it's a solid, a solid trade for them, and it and it's cool that they also made that move while still having no idea what was going to happen with Kevin. True, like you figure, yeah, kitty thing
3: happened like an hour after that trade was announced.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is like you know usually everybody would say, well, you put everything on pause while we deal with Kevin. But they were able to still make this deal happen while the you know the Kevin Durant news was hitting the ceiling, so to speak. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving on to what they did in free agency, the Nets basically a modest free agent summer for them, just retaining some of their key role guys. Uh, they got Claxton back on a two year deal worth just over seventeen mil. Uh, we got Patty Mills back, two years, just over thirteen. Mm-hmm. I think that's great value for Patty Mills. Yeah. Real talk. Uh, Taking a swing on T.J. Warren, a name that that we talked about a lot because Will was always interested. interested. Hey, maybe the Bulls should go out there and take a chance on T.J. Warren. Yes. Uh, And then a couple of the younger guys, you got Kessler Edwards, two years, Sumner, two years. Sumner's is partial guarantees, Mm. uh, including the second of those two years being basically not guaranteed at all. Mm. Uh, What jumps out to you when you look at those modest free agent signings, Dave?
1: Uh, Will's boy, T.J. Warren, actually jumps out at me. Uh, Honestly, because – the situation is best for him, you know what I'm saying, this way. He gets a one-year prove-it deal with the Nets, and if it works out and we see the T.J. Warren that we saw in that bubble that year, then that's, that's gravy for them, you know what I mean? They're going to be a really much better basketball team. So it's no sweat off of them. They need bodies, as I keep saying. They need any type of body that they can get. It. So if they can get this guy and he looks anything like he looked in that bubble season – that's a win for the Nets, man, at the, at the price they paid for him and giving them that one-year deal, with.
3: Yeah, it was great insurance uh, if that happened. But now, as you said, it's just kind of like house money. And uh, the other big signing that I liked was just bringing back Nick Claxton. I think yeah. he's got potential to be a really solid um, pick-and-dive guy who can just catch lobs and defend the rim a little bit. They are going to have a ton of different possible lineups they can play with. As I said, Ben Simmons at the five or Kevin Durant at the five. But to just, just to have like a really solid 20 to 25 minute a game center um, at a pretty reasonable price, you know, that's that's the kind of number that you would want that exactly that kind of 24, you know, half half of a game type of center to cost you. So I really like that contract. And he's also 23 years old, so he's got some upside as well.
0: Yeah, that's another name. I I know you were high on the idea of the Bulls looking at TJ Warren. Well, Claxton is a name that I always was keeping yeah. my eye on, hoping that maybe the Bulls could find a way to scoop him up. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, he would have offered a little bit of that rim protection. Per 36, he's a two-blocks uh, two blocks guy in awesome. his career. Two blocks per 36 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, and like you said, the, the rim-rolling threat as well. So keeping him is key. Also, Low-key, like, Patty Mills might be one of my favorite role guys in the NBA. True, indeed. I've always wanted the Bulls to find a way to get Patty Mills onto their squad. He stays in Brooklyn on what I think is a really team-friendly deal. Mm. When you think about every Patty Mills is vitally important to that Brooklyn team. And it's weird to say that about a Brooklyn team that hasn't quite gotten— this Kevin Durant, Kyrie core together in a sense that, like, you know, they come up just shy against Milwaukee in the playoffs two years ago. Mm -hmm. This year, it's a total mess all season long. They get quickly bounced by Boston in round one, but a team that people have been talking about since KD and Kyrie arrived as front runners, at least in the East, Patty Mills has been vital. Even just winning regular season games, stacking up regular season games, his three-point shooting, what he can do as a distributor on the offensive end – I, I think one of the more underpaid players in the NBA. Two years, 13 mil. Patty Great Mills is worth more than that, at least in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And what's awesome about Patty Mills is even though he's a good passer and all those things, he's really good without the ball, too. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't need the basketball to be effective uh, in the game. And having Kevin Durant out there with Kyrie Irving, you know, those opportunities might be few and far between. But he'll still drop 30, you know what I'm saying, even without having that because of the – great three-point shooting that uh, Matt was pointing out. So, yeah, Patty Mills has always been a favorite. He's he's always been one of those guys who puts on a Spurs uniform and it's like he gets extra five points. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Tony Parker was like that, too. You know what I mean? Like, you put on that – I don't know why, but it was just like that. Uh, Bellinelli, you know what I'm saying? That's another one. Marco! Like, I don't know why it's like that. But, yeah, but even in the Nets uniform, Will, he's still real formidable. Yeah,
3: he obviously is not the same player he used to be. This is going to be his age 34 season. And he actually opted out of his contract this year and took basically the same exact amount of money, um, but just pushed it forward another year. So he'll be with them uh, for both this season and the one after. I like it. Again, it's just like they need shooting. And you have him and Seth Curry and Joe Harris and, you know, Royce O'Neal and Patty Mills, like all these guys that can just space out the floor and give Kyrie and KD and Ben Simmons as much room as possible to operate. Like, that's the formula and you start to build some chemistry between their big three, like you just absolutely need as much dead eye shooting as you can get. And he's like as good as anyone in the league.
0: Yeah, the uh, daddy fish in the comments was asking, Seth Curry's still there. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's coming back, hopefully a healthy, hopefully for the Nets, healthy Joe Harris coming back. It's funny to me, like, I was like, man, Seth Curry, that contract's gotta be up by now. And then I went back and looked at Seth Curry's spot rack page mm-hmm. and remembered that it was a four-year four-year deal that he originally signed with Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then he got tr- like Dallas to Philly. Mm-hmm. He was in Philly for that year. Mm-hmm. And then Philly to Brooklyn. And so now he's entering, I believe, the fourth and final year mm-hmm. of that four-year deal. Uh, which will be now his second with – I mean, Seth Curry's big, man. Yeah. Speaking of guys, yeah. li- like you were saying, what what uh, Patty Mills can do off the ball, Seth Curry's one of the most dangerous off-the-ball players in the NBA right now.
1: Vicious off the ball, man, and let his, let his brother tell it, the best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, among them shooters. We, we know it's not true. But the best <laughs> among the shooters uh, of those two, man, is is him, man. Like, he's a problem. And you got two guys in Patty and, and Seth, and then you can throw Kyrie in there as well. you got three guards who really can go on the heater. Yeah, you know I mean? and can I each get you thirty? You know what I'm saying? When they're hot, right there, Will. Can I just say one
3: thing about Seth Curry, which was last year he shot 42 on on threes, <sighs> which um, was Lonzo worst, Ball territory. The worst season of his shooting career since 2014-15, <laughs> when he played two games every year. It's 45, 42 and a half, 45, 45.2, 45, and then last year 42. He did uh, shoot it much better with the nets at 46.8%. Like this dude, I'm, I'm high volume. I mean, you just, you need those guys. He's so freaking
0: good. Yeah. Bulls could use that. Yeah, a little bit. The deadly, deadly efficiency and high volume. Yeah, just a tad. Come go on, sh- Bulls, go get Seth Curry. Why not? Um, Yeah, so the, the other thing that is, I think a big question mark is what Joe Harris looks like. Yeah. After missing that much time, yeah. I, I mean, that guy was there arguably Like fourth most important player Mm -hmm. when that team was good and fighting Milwaukee in the playoffs a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. man, they got a lot of shooters. They do. This team has a lot of shooters, and one notorious refused to shoot (laughs) her. But man, if Seth Harris, all these guys are healthy, you got you got Patty Mills back, man, they got shooting everywhere. (laughs) You, you like that? No, you
1: heard me with that one, though. <laughs> like, yo, you threw me off with that one, man. That was really, really damn awesome. That was well damn done. Even Joey laughed. <laughs> like, that was well done. That was well done. We appreciate that's, that. That's a throwaway joke. Yeah, it's a throwaway like, It's not even his best. It was just good, though. It was just really good. I liked it. Glad, uh, glad liked it. But, yeah, and and also I saw that it's being thrown around that, and we'll kind of touch on a little bit about Ben Simmons being their five, you know what I'm saying? Maybe playing a little small ball. I know Will, you know, kind of salivating the small ball in full effect, you know? But this dude is 6'10", you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he can play that position. He can, you can cheat with him there. And he plays defense solid. I'm not saying he's gonna be dominant center Shaq or something, but yeah, you can cheat with that, right, Will? Absolutely, like he, they're
3: gonna switch everything in those lineups. And he is probably a top five perimeter defender in the league. I think people forget how good he is. All people, you know, want to make jokes about whether he's gonna play or not. Like I, I get it. He he totally bailed on them and like totally folded in the playoffs when he last played. But I think also people just especially in the regular season forget how dynamic of a defensive player and transition player he is. And I just I'm I have very high hopes for him. I, I'm still a believer.
0: You know how there's that whole, like, when we do our points bet reads, and it's like, uh you know, if you have a gambling problem, call. one. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a number for Will and a small ball problem. If you have a small ball problem, <laughs> we, we need a small ball intervention for Will. Uh, but you know what, Will? I'm going to take those three-point shooting splits of Seth Curry's that you just gave us, and I'm going to match you with Harris because I had not looked at his b-ball ref page in a while, and I was curious to see just how deadly of a three-point shooter Joe Harris is. He's deadly. Going back to the 17 18 season, Mm -hmm. making our way from then to now. You ready for this? Come on. 42, 47, 42, 47, 46. Wow.
1: I'm going to say that's pretty good.
0: Damn. I'm going to say
1: that's pretty good. God. Yeah, that's that's solid. And we'll just just these guys.
3: (laughs) It's not just like these guys that catch and are wide open because they're mediocre, mediocre cheaters and have all day to line it up. These are guys that are like hunting shots, contested threes, coming off screens, like. They just—they have the potential to be such a dynamic offense, and we haven't even gotten to like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. 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 Great point, man. You know what? I even got on Joe Harris was when we were working. Uh, Bulls outside in the, the three point contest. Oh, we, we all got out, to pick a winner. We all got to pick a winner. And right. I picked Joe Harris, and you didn't and pick him
0: to because you thought you would. He, no. You, would, you picked his name out of a hat. Out of a hat. Exactly. <laughs> I put ten dollars in.
1: Picked his name out of a hat, and I said, "Who?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay." And then we went and hung out. Oh, my God, Will. He was my favorite player after that. I followed everything he did after that man Mm. made me some money. Shout out to Joe Harris, man. Uh, Charlie in the comments.
0: Ben Simmons leading the Nets makes a lot of sense. He's a great playmaker, a solid driver and finisher, good to great defender. I think he can fit into the Nets perfectly. Um, uh, uh, Most of that checks out, Charlie. I might argue you on a great finisher. Yeah. Uh, look at that playoff series from a couple of years ago. Um, and that one play in particular. However, that's a good jumping off point to have the big discussion of, you know, so we've talked about Harris. We've talked about Seth with returning players. Technically Ben Simmons is a returning player because he got traded to Brooklyn yeah. midway through last season. True. Never saw the floor. No. What do we honestly, we, everybody makes their jokes, including me. What do we honestly think we're going to see from Ben
1: Simmons this season? Uh, I think you're going to see good basketball from Ben Simmons, honestly. Because, um, listen, the man's had all this time off. He's heard all the jokes. He got what he wanted. He got out of Philadelphia. He didn't care where he went. He wanted to get out of Philly. So now he's kind of getting that fresh start kind of thing. But even before that, and Will touched on it as well, like the dude can play. like. The numbers are still, what, like 16-6-6 six and six or 17-7-7 seven and seven from him? Like, he still does that, even not, without being a shooter, can still get you almost 20 a game. Still all defense, can still be an all-NBA type guy, still an all-star. These are all the things that he has definitely done in his career. So it's not like he is just trash, you know. It's just we saw him fail on, on the, you know, biggest stage, and then we saw him shrivel at the same time, you know. I think he's got that year under him. He's with the right <clears throat> kind of people in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you is know what I'm saying? Is he though? I really do. I think he's in the right for him. I think he's in the right scenario with those kind of guys, man. I really do. They're not going to put that kind of MB pressure on him like like he was in Philly. In Philly, the pressure is being applied. Period point blank. And it feels like Kyrie is a little more, you know, hey man, you know, <laughs> a little more chill about it. Steve Nash as well. So
0: you think the KD and Kyrie vibes will be less intimidating to Simmons than Embiid's were? Yeah, they'll be less demanding than Embiid was. Yes, which will actually prop up Simmons' confidence and play on the floor.
1: It will help. I'm not saying it's going to make him a better basketball player, but it will remove some of the it, burden. It,
0: it will. You're saying it will. From your perspective, at least put him in the right headspace yes, to go out there and play basketball. So I'm to remove some of that burden he might have played with previously. That's interesting. I had not considered that theory before. Mm. Will, what do you think?
3: I actually think it's like the perfect basketball situation for him. I don't know like where he is uh, mental health-wise. I think that was a big part of why yeah. he wanted out of Philly. Like People were just pitting him against Embiid when these guys were supposed to be like the two cornerstones of the 76ers. And the reason why is because they just—it was very difficult for those kinds of players to be on the court at the same time. Both needed the ball. Kevin Durant and Kyrie are like two of the most malleable superstars in the NBA right now, maybe of all time. Where they are so good playing off the ball and next to guys that really command it. We've talked about the shooting. I think Ben Simmons is a really good screen um, facilitator, like a a short role player. He kind of reminds me of Bam Adebayo in a lot of ways, where he can switch, he can pass as a as a big. Um, I just think this situation for him is going to be really helpful where he can have the ball, but doesn't have to worry about like the defense collapsing on him or not guarding him when he doesn't have it. So I'm very high on what he can do next to those guys. And I agree, like he's going to be, he's going to be hungry. I think Kyrie, Kevin and Ben Simmons are all sort of of the same mold where they were sort of scapegoated and ran out of town in a couple of different places. And maybe that means that they'll, be able to sort of play together maybe i think it could it, it could also go the totally opposite direction and they could crash and burn
1: and also this is it's going <laughs> yes it also it's, it's different style of basketball too whereas in philly you know what i'm saying it's definitely uh, inside out because you started with Embiid, and then everything else around him is going. So. The paint's already crowded. Like correct, correct.
3: You can't do correct. anything if you can't
1: shoot. so Exactly, mundo, sir. So now it's a little different situation here, where everything is more perimeter-oriented, as you mentioned with all the three-point shooters that they have, including Kevin Durant, including Kyrie Irving. He now has more room to roam on the inside, won't have to say, and probably won't get as much fun made of him because he's not taking threes, because you have so many <laughs> shooters around you to do that job for you. So, yeah, he, he's got opportunity to see a different side of him We maybe we haven't seen. All right, so before we
0: get to our evaluation, grades and projections for where we see the Brooklyn Nets going in the East this upcoming season, Big Dave, you want to give the friends at points about one more shout-out. If
1: you enjoy CHGO, one way to continue to help i grow. You got Joey on I that I got one. Joey. I got Joey. Oh, that's a twofer, man. You got a one-one-two. Good job, mm. man. Good Give job, you. sir. One <laughs> <laughs> well, way continue to help us to grow is to download that PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Because if you do that right now, not only are you going to get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make that $51 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that awesome web content. And you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from where, Joey?
2: That Lacha.
1: Yes, sir. And in case you mean all these people, you know we're here in Illinois. You can put some money on the game and register your account from start to finish. And it's a beautiful thing, y'all. Yes, you've been signing up with that Fast Sportsbook easier than ever. And you can start living your bet life. When? How about now-ish? The seconds. So what are you waiting for? Because once that game starts, you don't just bet. Thrill in them, let them know what they do. Live your bet life, baby. Oh, do that. Live it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Before before we get to these grades, I know, Will, you made mention in our uh, chat earlier today that there is a key loss that this Nets team suffered in the offseason. And no, I won't say it's Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge, both of whom are still on the free agent market. (laughs) A lot of old vets still floating out there on that free agent market. It's Bruce Brown, Mm -hmm. who got lured away by a two-year deal from the Denver Nuggets. Yes, he
1: did. yes that, he did. I mean,
0: Bruce Brown has done a lot for this Nets team. Do we see him leaving as an equally important element to the Nets offseason as some of these people
1: arriving or staying? I mean, like, like I said earlier, they need bodies. And so losing bodies and one that was the actual help one, as in Bruce, who was shooting like, what, 50, like, oh, close to 60% from the field or something like that? Like, almost nine points a game gets you five rebounds. Like, he was one of those solid key uh, contributors that you need on your basketball team. And the fact that they lost him, knowing that he's another body that they could have had, yeah, that's going to affect them. No question about it. The saving grace is now you don't have to be so dependent because you've got Ben Simmons. That's the saving grace of it is he wasn't out there last year. So you can kind of, you know, change that. You know, dependency, I'm saying. It goes more towards Ben than it does towards Bruce, but it's still affecting you. You know what I'm saying? Because you need that kind of help, Will.
3: Yeah, that was the key for me, is that it's a huge loss. And I think he's gonna be first of all, he was awesome in the playoffs. Like he he was doing everything. He was a short short role facilitator. He was switching, he was guarding everyone. And I think most importantly, he was shooting 43% on three and a half threes per game. That's like really incredibly valuable, but. Ben Simmons is kind of like a turbocharged version of that, where he's much bigger, much better at passing, much better defense. Obviously the key is that he can't shoot as well, but I think that's the idea with them being kind of okay with letting Bruce Brown walk. Um, It's definitely a loss, but I think for my grade, I'm not dinging them too harshly on that because they're getting Ben Simmons. Yeah,
1: and and then he kind of turned himself into a better three-point shooter. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's
3: he's not a good three point shooter for his career. Um, But yeah, last season in the playoffs, he he really amped up with the volume and the percentages. Before that it was 28%, 34%, 26%. So very inconsistent, um, but did have a nice stretch there in the playoffs.
1: Yeah.
0: Okie dokie. With that, let's take a look at what we have for our grades for the Nets this offseason and where we project them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so B-plus from me, B from Dave, A from Will. Basically, I thought that their off-season moves as far as fringe guys, role players, the O'Ne- uh, the Royce O'Neal trade, mm-hmm. all fine, all kind of B-ish. Mm-hmm. I decided to throw a plus on there for one specific reason. Kevin Durant asked for a trade, and they convinced him to stay. Yes. Good job. Yes. Good it's, job, Nets. It's
1: the reason they got the B, you know, for me was that right there. Um, he, he kicked, he screamed, he whined, he pouted. And they said, go to your room. <laughs> like like, are somewhat. We don't care. You know, you can't go anywhere. But they, I like it because they did do their due diligence. You know, they, they said, fine, you want to be traded. We want half of everything you have in your organization. That's, that's how much you're worth. You know what I mean? And they went out there and they did that. They took the fillers and they came back like, okay, dude, like, we did it. Nobody wants you. So what do you want to do? You're, like, do you want to get a check or not? And so, yeah, I, I like the position they took. And even as far as the owner even coming out and saying, no, I support Steve Nash and I support Marks in our front office. So, yeah, I like how they stood strong on it. And they got Kevin Durant. You get Kevin Durant, you get a B. That's, yeah. that's, how, that, that's how that goes for me.
3: I loved it that you – Continued to go absolutely rogue with the uh, where they will land in the standings and picked three through eight. That was
0: that was vicious. <laughs> um, just because, no I was slightly wider listen, window than what we've been working no, with. Honestly, I, I wasn't. I was not changing
2: it. I was not going to change it Thank because you. Big Dave is Play. very specific. If he says three through eight, he means three through eight, I'm not four specific. through eight, not what? three through seven, nope.
1: three through I'm eight. Very specific, and let, I know what I was saying. in the
3: today. record show. That the rules for this, when we started, were pick one through three, four through six, (laughs) and play it. And
1: Dave has paid zero attention to that. No, no. In the beginning, I did. (laughs) I definitely did in the beginning. The first three. Day one, you. I I think the earliest three.
0: The the earliest editions of these offseason evals, you were in in line with the tiers as we had agreed upon them. Come
1: on, man. uh, Listen, this dude is my friend. Remember when we were (laughs) when we were doing our meathead grades and figuring out? And Matt just said, "Screw that, I'm doing it." my own way okay it's the same thing you know what I'm saying? it's the same thing sir it's the same kind of thing but the reason i even I put it. that the real well, the reason even i even did that i was going to put question marks because honestly they could really finish anywhere in between that like they could be a three seed or they could just make the play in you know what i mean like i was i didn't know you know what i'm saying and that's why i was like they could be anywhere from three to eight honestly and that's
3: where i think that's where everybody is with the nets is like they have such a high ceiling, probably like the highest ceiling in the entire NBA, but they could also implode and be as bad as they were last year. Maybe worse. Like I don't think it could possibly be worse than last year. Like That was seemed like kind of disaster mode. So I don't know. I, I think I'm a little bit more hopeful with them just with, with the amount of talent, the roster construction and the plan. I gave them an A because I completely agree with what you said, Dave. The way that they handled the Kevin Durant situation. I think was as well as any team could possibly handle that. They um, they did their homework. They reached out to teams. They didn't feel the pressure of like, okay, we got to fire our coach and just do exactly what this guy says. And then they brought him back and he's on board now. At least that's how it seems. So like, I think that, that really speaks volumes. I think that is like almost a plus territory for me. The reason I didn't go that high is because of the Bruce Brown signing, but when you have that much talent, and when you have everybody on board, and you're able to like keep your house in order like that, I think you deserve an A. Um, and I had them top three. I think I'm going to push Miami into um, M- Miami and Philly into four through six range, and kind of cascade down from there. I could see them winning the East and winning the championship. They're that good if they play. Yeah. Who knows if that's going to happen? That's a big if, and maybe that's enough to shift them down. But for me. I'm going with the rosy outcome here and saying they, they'll be top three and had an A offseason. Um, and all this not to mention the fact that they have Kyrie now for one year. They didn't trade him for peanuts and get Russell Westbrook back. Like They, they stayed intact, and I think they're in a much stronger position now.
0: True sure indeed. Yeah, I mean, I, I kept him as a playing team. And that's probably crazy to a lot of people who say, oh, okay, well, he's healthy, right? Kyrie's going to play. The vaccine uh, restrictions have been lifted that caused him to not be able to play home games last season. And Ben Simmons, theoretically, is going to play instead of not playing. Mm. I still don't buy it. Mm. You know who was doing a lot of work for that Brooklyn Nets team last season when KD was hurt and Kyrie was off being a freaking lunatic? James Harden. You know who's not on the Brooklyn Nets anymore? James Harden. I, I mean, I'm sorry. I just still see a very likely scenario, or at least possible mm-hmm. scenario, that this team is about as good as they were last year. Yeah. Maybe there will be less drama. Yeah. Maybe there won't be less drama. Yeah. Kyrie's still there. Yeah. KD's just picking fights with eggs on Twitter. <laughs> ben Simmons hasn't played basketball since the 80s. Got a Becky out of me. I, I. There are so many variables here so many variables that i i don't have faith in the talent on paper when i look at the roster that's fair i don't like w- w- i don't know why anyone is like oh yeah they'll all just collectively get all of their collective shit together well, I think, and go win a lot of basketball games
2: i think it's easy to play I, I agree i agree they were a majorly flawed team basically all of last season but it's easy to play the result it's easy to look at that four game sweep against the Celtics but like what i go back to is that game one, we were all sitting right here, that Jason Tatum game winner. If the Nets win that game in Boston, like I don't know if they win the series, but it's just a different series. I think, I think, I think that series is a little closer. I just think anytime you have KD and Kyrie Irving on the floor together, you have a chance, which you addressed. Mm-hmm. And I think we all know there's a there's such a high variable variance for, you know, they could be really good, they could be really bad. But yeah. I just think A couple different breaks last year and we could be talking
1: about this team a little differently and it's also going to be weird what's that dynamic going to be like Will like because KD has asked for a trade and basically said I don't want to play with these guys anymore and now he's got to come into that locker room like you didn't let me finish (laughs) you know like I have more to say so I I think all of that going is going to be interesting it's going to be a lot for Steve Nash to deal with um a lot of people have have been Kind to Steve Nash saying, you know, he's, he shouldn't be the brunt of all this. You know what I'm saying? A lot of this isn't on him or his fault. And, and I agree, it shouldn't be. But at some point in time, it's going to be. Um, he, he can't just not be the guy that just con- continually skates by. Uh, he's going to, what, his third year as a head coach? So, at some point in time, he's going to have to take those head coach burdens, Will. I think
3: the way I'll put it is, like, they probably have, you know, pound for pound the most to overcome. In terms of like disappointment from last year, uh, given how much talent they have, all the things that they went through, and the drama that Kyrie and Kevin and uh, James put through, put the team through. But if anybody talent wise is equipped to handle it, it's the Nets. Like I think talent, talent wins out in the NBA. This is not a situation where you have you know Anthony Davis and LeBron and Troy Brown Jr. I mean they have so much talent on this team. I think. The rest of the East is not, like, there are no runaway favorites. I think we can all agree the Celtics and the Bucks are going to be extremely good. But I think the Nets are right there. And I'm betting on things, you know, like coming out and sort of being a little bit more normal than they were last year. And if that's the case, I think they're going to be in really good shape. Like I said, that could totally backfire and things could be a complete disaster again. And I wouldn't put that past them. But I'm... uh. I think I think we've gotten a little
0: too low on that. I'll put it that way. Uh, some folks weighing in in the comments: Geo saying the Bulls and the Nets are finishing top four in the East. Heard it, uh, you heard it here. Right, uh, right on. Ricky saying the Nets could be like Caddyshack one, historically good, or Caddyshack two, <laughs> historically bad. Wait, so
2: so let me go segue Joey really quick because we've okay. got a B, we've got a B plus, and we've got an A. Yeah. But I think most of us agree, and I've seen people talking about in the comments. These probably, for me, get an A. The Nets just dropped these a couple hours ago. These are the new throwbacks that they're going to wear this year. These are pretty tough, I think.
1: Slick.
0: I I mean, I look at that jersey and I see Dr. J. That's
1: it. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's it. I see Dr. J and I see uh, Daryl Dawkins. Ooh. Those are the two I see, but definitely Dr. J for sure. Yeah. You see the Afro right oh, now blowing yes. in the breeze. Afro flying to the rim yeah, for man. a beautiful dunk. <laughs> you see it, man. Those jerseys are clean, man. They've got a, And they've got a lot of jerseys, yeah. honestly. They've got a lot to choose from. Man, they, so. I, I was not
0: a fan of the weird City Edition ones they did where they, they kind of looked like the Miami, like, Ransom Note ones. Oh, those,
1: yeah, I didn't like they, those. They d- yeah.
0: Why is every NBA team doing a Ransom Note jersey? I don't get it. <laughs> to with the weird, so. different cutout know. magazine letters. I very no strange. Idea.
1: But you're right. You're right. I didn't like them either, man. But those, those are approved. You approve those, those Will? Those are nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Will approves. He approves. Go to approved.
0: Uh, yeah, so, I, look, it's possible, like you said, Will. I'm not ruling out the fact that maybe the Nets do get all of this together. All three of their big stars buy in, mm-hmm. and we're talking about them in the Eastern Conference Finals this coming season. That is perfectly plausible and reasonable. Yeah. Possible. So I weird. think it's far more likely that something or multiple things go wrong and they are a <laughs> mediocre team because guys aren't playing, guys aren't getting along, guys and they hurt. can't figure out how to play together.
1: It's it's so strange, you know what I mean? Because they're the only team that, you know, if, that we're talking about, you know, in those top six uh, teams that is kind of like that. You know what I mean? Like, everybody else, you're kind of like, nope, you're here, 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 here. You may be here, here, here but here, you here, may here. be here. You know? Anywhere. Like, Anywhere. You, may, you know, you may drop one, you may rise one. But them, it's like, dude, it's such a wild card. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's so, it's like Dennis Rodman. They're a wild card, man. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't know. Murdoch <laughs> on the 18. Uh, you, you had to say Dennis Rodman.
0: Do you see that his jersey game worn from the 97 finals game six is also hitting that same auction as MJ's jersey? I'm glad you said that
1: because I had a question for you. Yeah, I want to spend all the money in the world <laughs> on it. I had a question. Would you spend your money on that? Or would you spend your money On a Joe Kim Noah game six When he got the steal, the dunk, and the and one Yes (laughs) I'm buying both of them
0: If I have the kind of money to spend on Like tens of thousands Maybe even flirting with hundreds of thousands on a jersey I'm buying
1: all of them that I want All the jerseys yeah, yeah, we got to get Matt married, man. His wife <laughs> gave me this, gave me doing this with his money. What are you talking about? That's gotta, why I'm not married. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: talking See, about all my Pray money for, for
1: am trying, man. Um, There's so many prayers out there for Matt. I got to like, Before we get out, out of here, guys, yeah. I just
0: want to say, like, like, a public alert. If Juancho Hernan Gomez goes missing sometime in the next few days, <laughs> Track the IP address of holding that bag recordings <laughs> in our comments. This person has not shut up about the Bulls getting Hernan Gomez for the past hour. Every comment yeah. that has been made. I think we have a Hernan Gomez stalker.
1: Oh, I think we do. Yeah. He saw. He must like the movie. You know, he clearly enjoyed Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz. Bo Cruz. And Who yeah. did get picked up by
0: Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's going to be on Toronto. So, yeah. He's. I, I, okay. I'm just saying,
0: just be concerned. People joke about, oh, like, oh Peck, you're like you're a joking stalker. A little bit. <laughs> I'm not. I, I don't have the same creepy stalker vibes that, that Hold That Bag recordings has about Erna Gomez in our comments right now. He said,
1: I'm at the UC right now. That is <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Call the police. Now, what? Help. Help. Let's get oh, out man. of
0: here. Uh, Will, what do you and our pal Mark have on deck for the pod that's dropping in everybody's podcast feeds tomorrow?
3: We are gonna be talking about Zach Levine. And nobody said anything about him since he signed his Max Deal. So we're gonna do a little deep dive. Love
0: that. Proud New Dad, Zach Levine. That's why I wore my Levine cuisine shirt today. Proud new dad I also drank a Raspberry Lemonade Sparks Mountain Dew in honor of Zach Levine today.
1: Oh, yeah, because he's a mountain. He's the spokesperson. Yes, you're right. You're right. the, the only reason I, I would drink that beverage. I let it go. Yeah. <laughs> it go. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure
0: you check your podcast feeds for that episode, the special Bulls HQ Friday yeah. with Will and our, our guy, Mike, Mark Kay, in your feeds tomorrow. Yes, sir. In the meantime, you can hit us up on Twitter. Will is at Wokali, Big Dave is at Balby, it'll be well sports. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> I am at Bulls <laughs> underscore Peck. We are CHO underscore Bulls. Thanks and appreciation as always to Joey. Joey, Joey, I love you, buddy. You know I love you. I love you too. We Matt. can move on from the it's sky all, stuff.
2: It's all good. Sky, sky <laughs> and six, or you know, I don't. It's six more wins, right? Six more wins. That's what I meant.
1: So he's just saying sky and sky. Not sky just, and six. I, like I love
2: the sky. There's nothing. All good sky stuff here, okay? I promise you. Go
1: Don't be Sky. Stand on it, man.
2: Go Sky Go. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> Until next time, Dave and I are off tomorrow. We'll talk to you guys next week. Listen to that Bulls HQ in your podcast feed tomorrow. Have a great weekend, Bulls Nation, and we'll talk to you next time. See you red, be good.